Welcome to the Barfly Podcast Season 3. My name is Jeff Burkhart, Barfly columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars, The Spirit of the Adventures of a Real Bartender, and its sequel, 20 Years Behind Bars, Parole Denied. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, restaurant consultant and former community director of the online review site Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. Have a drink on me. We're happy today to have Mimi Toll, the editor-at-large of Marin Magazine and the founder of a new media company called Local Getaways that's set to launch any day now. So welcome Mimi to the show. Woo-hoo. Thank you. People are clapping. Yay. <laughs> Round of applause. Um, Round of applause. Please, sit down, people, down. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I'm co-founder. Very excited about this, this new company, and we've taken over Local Getaways, which has been a travel site for years, like probably 10 years. So we're really excited about, we're launching Hawaii first because I had a website for a long time. I don't know about you guys, but I have about three or four neglected websites going. I had field e-notes because I thought, oh, that's clever. Like it's electronic. And I, now I lost the WordPress site, uh, Hawaii Islander. And that's what is now being turned into local getaways. Can you tell us a little bit more about what Local Getaways is for those who don't know it? So Local Getaways primarily has been California getaway sites. So just content written by locals and, you know, just that insider tip. I mean, travel is so exciting right now. We are all exhausted and want to get out and just go travel. And But we're still cautious. So maybe it's road trips. We're going to be just going to explore Monterey, which um, from one of your podcasts I heard, was it Nick... Who was saying that? Yeah, yeah, that Monterey's like wasn't even affected by the pandemic, basically. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but he said something like that. But that's a good soundbite. So we want to be able to bring content from different regions of California and Hawaii to your inbox. So please sign up, localgetaways.com. It's like we're we're going away, we're getting away without going far away. Yeah, exactly. And and also like what are the um I've I've had the just great luck and privilege and honor to be at Marin Magazine for, you know, almost two decades. And I learned like people, people like sushi, people like pizza, people like, people like burgers. So <laughs> go and find the best. It's pretty simple. People Not like to drink. Right. That's yeah. how I met Jeff, right? It was people yeah. like to drink and I like to drink. You know, lifestyles content has taken a, you know, this last year has been tough because of course people couldn't do what well, they could drink for sure, but they had to drink at home, which is a whole different kind of ball game and getting yeah. out and all that kind of thing. And, you know, I've been saying this for the last couple of months that I, I have a feeling that once these things start to ease up a little bit, it's going to be like Mardi Gras. It's going to be a big burst of people oh. wanting to go out and do things that they couldn't have done for the last year. Yeah, no, I'm already nervous. My daughter sent me a video she's at uh, berkeley right now and it said 420 it was like there was no pandemic i'm like okay masks people but i think there's just this overwhelming like okay let's get out although that said the college kids haven't been that great Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i I just love the idea of 420 and people uh smoking pot with a mask on that seems weird to me but yes (laughs) yeah but there was a big group of happy people all out and you know that that campus has been pretty empty for the last year yeah, they've all come out into springtime. But yeah, no, back back to the local getaways, it is, 
well, it's just really exciting. It's fun. It's I, I my, the best thing about, and I'm, you know, you've been a writer and, and Kevin, you've worked with people and shining the light on people. It's so exciting to be able to go into a community. And for me, it's been Marin for so many years and, and shine the light on Peter Schumacher and at Bungalow 44 and Buckeye and, and see what he's doing. And, and he just sent me an email. I just used him as an example. Cause I know you work with him, but he just sent me an email about dispatch goods, which is so exciting. Have you guys heard of this company? No. Like it's, it's a struggle with takeout because I like ah, all this plastic and all this stuff. But so I'll before COVID, I would bring my reusable containers and, you know, the the restaurants would be kind of nice. But I could tell they didn't like it. Put the um, takeout stuff in the, in the reusable containers. But Dispatch Goods started in the East Bay and then the city. And I think their bungalow 44 is the first one to do it. Marin. Hopefully by the time this is out, lots of people do it. But I think you pay like five dollars more, but it's all delivered to you in reusable containers and then you just leave it by the door and they come pick it up. You know, being able to get that word out to people is, is just, it's like addicting. It's so exciting. It's really fun and helping people spread, spread the word. So that's what we're hoping to do with local getaways. That's the great thing about being a lifestyles writer is to be able to go and experience these things that other people might not have experienced yet and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and be able to, to spread that, that information around. There's another, there's a restaurant in, uh, in San Rafael uh, called Lotus, the, the Indian restaurant that just moved that had, you could buy a little to go set. Oh, of cool. like, it's like a tin thing where uh, they can put all the different food and you just bring it back and they just fill it. I love that. Yeah. We, I should, do a roundup of those. That's great. So it's a great idea. And, and, but again, that, that, that brings up the next question is what is the new thing going to be? Because I think one thing that people are going to be a little tired of is watching TV and eating to go food, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been a year of that. And so, you know, where I, where I work with the bar is actually open. We have people sitting at the bar. It's limited capacity, of course, but people are rare chomping at the bit. They really want to get out there and do things. But, but that begs the question of what the next thing is going to be. Is it going to be Moscow mules or is it going to be pizza or who knows? Do you have any insights on that? I was listening to one of your earlier podcasts and I heard about the carrot martini, (laughs) margarita. I thought, well, famous carrot martini, margarita. Margarita. Yeah, that was my bad. Sorry. Carrot margarita. Um, And then I thought, because every, all the skinny girls are drinking tequila. So I'm like, okay, well, so watermelon tequila. So yeah, I think that those margaritas are, it's probably not the next thing. It's probably already, already been happening. But Kevin, what do you think? I mean, you've been invested in the restaurant world and in terms of like food trends or yeah, uh, like the outdoor dining is so great. I'm so excited about that. I'm excited about that too, because I, in, on one hand, it's been sort of a saving grace for a lot of these restaurants. I, I know, for example, like Piazza D'Angelo's in Mill Valley, they actually are doing better yeah. uh, during the pandemic because they've opened up so much seating outdoors. I think that's true for Bungalow too. Yeah, I mean, bungalow, and I'm like, and that's crazy. I mean, I know that not all the restaurants can say the same thing, but I love this idea of that carrying over from this horrible year that we've all gone through. And it's like Europe has been doing this for years, and I don't know why we're so late on this trend, but I think it's something. There's little parklets and the outdoor, you know, dining al fresco. I think that's going to stick I with love it. it. And cocktails to go. I don't just talk to the ABC, and I have a feeling that the, that that's going to come to a, a stop pretty soon. Oh. So. Interesting. You know, that, because it's hard to regulate, you know, and, and, and furthermore, that a lot of restaurants are not doing so many. If you have the option to sit down and enjoy a cocktail in a cocktail glass at a bar, you're going to choose that option every time because that's that's 90 percent of the experience. Yeah. Right. I mean, there there is an element of, of eating out of a out of a box and, and drinking out of a plastic cup that 
you know, only goes so far, I think. Well, especially so, when you're fit, playing full price. If I got it, you know, if I'm going to pay full price, I want the experience, but right. I'm spending $15 to have my little pixie cup. Yeah, that's, that's not so fun. Well, that's one of those things like with sporting events. I wonder, you know, a, friend, a couple of friends of mine went to or uh, going to these games that have opened up and the sticker shock is, oh yeah, it's, it's $16 for a beer. I forgot about that. Right. And so there's that, that once you've, once you've gotten out of the habit of doing it, sometimes it's a little harder to get back into it, depending on how they deliver that product. I, I feel like everybody's been through such a hard year, such a tough year. I mean, I live on a hospital and so I've got I don't have tons of money, but when I see that the $16, I'm like, okay, here you go. Here's a tip. Like, let's just try to, and for instance, I was just in Hawaii last week and they were not ready for the throngs and throngs of visitors. Luckily, my business partner, Nikki Wood, has great connections with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Thank you, Enterprise, because we were able to get... Did you guys hear about Hawaii at all? Uh, no. People were literally renting U-Hauls. There was just no cars for rent in the islands. They were not expecting to have such a, such a surge for spring break. The restaurants, a lot of the people had left the islands or they weren't working yeah. there. So when I had my... $15 glass of Bonterra wine, which I know I can get a bottle at Safeway for $10. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm like, okay, thank you. I know it was hard right. to, to get this glass of wine here. So I think we all have to just sort of be in that mindset for a little while. And one of the things is just because restaurants are open doesn't mean they're staffed. And if you look on uh, Craigslist right now, I mean, they're, almost every restaurant, it's certainly in Marin County, is hiring because a lot of these people have just disappeared. You know, California is an expensive place to live. And if you're not working, Maybe that's not your first option. So, I mean, well, now they've got to kind of repopulate that. And uh, and it might take a little while to ramp that up. That's a really, really interesting topic here in Marin, at least. I've talked to a lot of the, as you have, you know, restaurant owners. And how do you entice people to work in the restaurants and keep them? It's a bigger topic. Like both my daughters were waitresses at one at Pizza Antica and one, one at Piotti's. And you know, they were both there for had those respective jobs for maybe three or four years, then they left. You know, that's hard for restaurants to keep people trained. Yeah. And yeah. especially, like you said, delivering a, a superior product. It's one thing if you're if you're dishing out four dollar stuff, right? A fast food windows, you have a, a much lower level of, of expectation. But again, if you're paying sixteen dollars for a cocktail, you, you kind of want it to be pretty good. Yeah. And you want the story to be good. Like, I, I'm always such a sucker for the story. Not not to be a sucker. Oh, not I, I was definitely stalking you guys. I, I listened to a bunch of your podcasts. But, <laughs> but the the gin, um, gray whale. Yeah. yeah. They, oh, I can't. I'm going to go buy a bottle. Like I loved hearing the story behind the the blue and then the whale that shaped like the coast of California right. and where all of those ingredients. Then they point out that the juniper berries they get for free from someplace, but then they get the, the limes from Temecula and it used to be Baja. And you're just like, once you hear all that, like my fist loosens on my wallet. I'm like, okay, I'll pay for that. That's a really cool story. And it's, and it's local and it's, you know, supporting our farmers and our, our, you know, people in our, in our state. So I love those stories. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> well, stories are great. I mean, I mean, I, I've done some work for you at Marin Magazine and, you know, yeah. you're a great storyteller in, of yourself. And the idea is, yeah, I mean, the story sells the product. If you don't really understand what it is, yeah. if someone can explain to you, this is cool and this is why it's cool, uh, it really makes a big difference. Oh, totally. Like the fact that he said, oh, this is when he was trying to sell the, or give samples of his gin away. And, and I had that reaction. I was like, oh, gin. And he said, oh, it's 
wait, I'm going to get it work juniper. It's just, no, it's juniper vodka. And I'm like, oh, that sounds good. You know, like hearing that he was that creative. That was another reason I'm like, I'm going to go try his gin because now I know the story. And I think with you, Jeff, I was trying to get some really good stories that you didn't quite tell in Marin Magazine about like the craziest the craziest uh, adventures you've had behind the bar. Like what is, yeah. what have people talked about? So now you can tell us cause it's your show. Go ahead. Let's listen. <laughs> I have a whole column that explores that, that aspect of it. But yeah, I mean, part of the thing about anything is the, is the people behind the product. I mean, a product is a great, great thing in and of itself, but it's knowing the connections and the connections to the community and what people are doing that really, to me, motivates what's going on. There's a lot of people making a lot of great stuff, but not a lot of people have great stories. And those and the people who can put those stories out there, like Marsh Maktari, Gray Whale there, who does mm-hmm. do a great job of that. And uh, it inspires you to want to check it out. And, yeah. and that, that makes a difference. So, you know, that's one of the things about this COVID thing. There was a TV snippet where a guy was selling crab at the wharf. And I thought, yeah, you know, he hasn't really changed his business model in 25 years. And granted that there's not much to change there, but you know, it's people who can adapt to, to, to situations that are, are dysfunctional or just not optimum that, that usually survive. And that's a metaphor for the restaurant business. It's a metaphor for the liquor industry. And I think probably even for, for lifestyles writing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're all adapting. You're adapting. You're moving off into your new direction. There's always been that argument about print media that I've always, that I've disagreed with, you know, where they've been been talking about the death of print media for, oh, yeah. for, for 20 years now. And it's like, you know, there's an awful lot of people who still read the newspaper. There's an awful lot of people who still read magazines. Honestly, if you look at the advertising for Marin Magazine, it's great. Like, uh, I, our May issue, we always would call it the thud factor, right? Like, boom, it hits the table. And I mean, it was not quite Vogue September 2000, whatever is a joke. But yeah, it was, it was, there was a little thud and it felt really, really good. I, I think that regional print definitely has a place. Always people want to read about their community. They want to read about what's, what's going on and, and go a little deeper. Digital is definitely a huge opportunity, but it's just not the same experience. So it's just like saying, do you, do you want to take out or do you want to eat indoors? You know, it's. I'm curious, Mimi, like when, when you were uh, launching the magazine and once it was in full swing and did you launch at a time where the digital world was looming or you saw it coming or was, and how did you embrace it? Great question. It, we launched in like 2004 and 2005. And at that time, I think it, we really were focusing on a print product only. I actually had that aforementioned website, Field E Notes, which is somewhere lost on WordPress, you know, because I kept thinking, oh, there's more I want to write about, or there's more I want to say, you know, and or kind of go deeper. Because as you know, with print, sometimes you have a hundred words to to get the point across, but there's really, you could go on and on and on. So so I always saw digital as that, like a, I, saw, I saw digital as a way to, you know, kind of go deeper and longer into the story. As a magazine, we didn't really embrace it. We had a we had a Rio Vista that was the back end for a lot of regional magazines, and it was pretty limited. We um, were purchased in 2017 by uh, Make It Better Media out of Chicago, and they are very digital forward. So we did a, a, a website relaunch, and you know those are always really easy and fun, and never had any surprises. <laughs> Um, God, it took like, it's like, it's so simple, but it's not, we had just thousands and thousands of pages of content. 
it looks great. Our, the website looks really, it's, it's, it's awesome. And it does, you know, I love, I love looking at the analytics. I'm like totally nosy, like, where's everybody looking what's happening. And so I, I don't think it was really until 2017 that, you know, when make it better came in that we really understood the power of digital. And then, you know, we always had a, a newsletter called weekend one one and I, you know, it was great. We, you know, it was, it was informative and fun. And then, and then we adopted their, like, they have a, a it's called the better letter because it's make a better media. And that's been really fun. So don't worry about tomorrow. Think of what today. Please join us next time. We continue our conversation with Mimi Cole about branding media. My name is Jeff Burkhardt. Thanks for listening.